Listen, y'all, we're going to stop making vision boards year after year with the same stuff, okay, with the same goals that we're trying to achieve. And if you are a person that is really trying to become a better version of yourself and to really walk in the call and the path that God has for you, then you have got to wake up. You're listening to the Her Soul Podcast, a safe space where we focus on Christian living and mental health. I'm your host, Camille Allison. And my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that Christ promises you. It's the Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey friends, welcome into another week's episode of Her Soul. I am your host, Camille Allison, and on this channel, in this space, y'all, this is a community about womanhood and sort of finding balance between all of the roles that we have in life, not being weighed down, bogged down, defeated by life circumstances or things that might be on our plate, but instead developing a relationship with Christ so that we can break through that bondage, break through those barriers, break through the things that have held us back in life. So if that sounds like something that you're interested in, then please y'all consider subscribing to the show, following the show and becoming a regular member of our little community here. So we're wrapping up January, which I wanted January to kind of just give you guys the motivation and the push to operate in whatever it is that God has for you. Give you the confidence to move forward in pursuing whatever it is that God has for you. And as January is coming to a close, crazy enough, as January is coming to a close, you know, for all of your new goals and your new intentions or whatever journey it is that you're on, I really just want to encourage you to continue to keep going. It's the end of January, but typically this is when we start to see those good habits and intentions that we put in place for ourselves start to dip down. And so this is me telling you guys, like, it's not over yet. You keep going, you keep pushing forward, you keep doing the things that you're supposed to do because you're doing so great so far. And though it might not be panning out exactly how you thought it would be, maybe it's a little bit harder than you thought, y'all. Please do not get discouraged. Continue to keep going, keep pushing with anything. The work that you put in and the quality of the work that you put in is going to be what you get out. So, for example, you can't expect to lose the weight you want to lose if you continue to eat like trash and skip your gym days, right? You can't expect to overcome past traumas if you decide that you're not going to seek the necessary help or do the things to kind of break through that, right? But on the flip side of that, let's say if you create a savings plan and an investment plan, you can kind of expect that that choice is going to lead you to financial freedom in the long run. Or, you know, if you choose to read your Bible and pray every day, then you can almost expect that you're going to build a deeper, um, more personal relationship with Christ. And you're going to be feeling a lot more equipped to handle the things that life throws at you. So our choices is what I'm trying to get at. Our choices are the things that kind of like make or break us. Our choices are the things that sort of set us up for the success, set us up for the failure. And so that's what we're going to hone in on today's episode. Before we dive in, though, I want you guys to take a quick second, hit the subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, Go ahead and follow the podcast if you aren't already. And you guys, don't forget to leave a rating or a review 
just to let me know what you think of the show and it also gets us in front of more listeners. Same thing on YouTube. Leave a comment. Let me know what you think about this week's topic. You know, if there's anything that you want to add, any sort of conversation that you want to have, you guys, I will leave all of the socials, everything um, in the description box and in the show notes. So you'll always be able to find me. I am very open to talking with you guys and I really love it when you guys reach out to me because it lets me know that I'm not doing this for no reason. It's letting me know that you know, these these words, these messages that God puts on my heart week after week are reaching the ears that it needs to reach. So um, if you are interested in any of that stuff, check check the box below because it's going to have all the information. All right. So back into what we're talking about. So a lot of our successes and failures are determined by the choices that we make. Right. A lot of them are choices that we make will determine how well we do, how poorly we do, honestly. Now, I'm not discrediting God in any of this. We know that God holds the ultimate power, the ultimate hand, and he absolutely can change things. This week's episode is not necessarily um, going to be like a Bible study based episode. This is one that's a little bit more practical. It lets you know the things that you can do to kind of align yourself and get yourself moving and keeping yourself encouraged to get where you need to be. So like I'm saying, a lot of our successes and our failures are determined by the choices that we make. They make us and they break us. So today I want to help you with this. I want to help you streamline your decision making, help you to be able to make the proper choices so that you can stay on the path to whatever it is that you're trying to reach. And the way that we're going to do this is by incorporating habits, right? Working on building these habits that will not just help you reach the goal, but will help you equip yourself to, for the lifestyle change. Does that make sense? I hope I'm not going to take credit for anything in this episode whatsoever because everything is coming from um, this book right here, Atomic Habits by James Clear. You may or may not have read this. This book has been out for a while. I've actually had this book for a while and I didn't pick it up until recently. But this talks about the importance of habit building in terms of seeing those life changes, not necessarily looking at your goals as the thing to sort of like, you know, I don't want to say idolize, but it's not goal focused. OK, it's system and habit focused. The systems you have in place are going to set you up to achieve those goals. Does that make sense? If your system is wonky, you're not going to get where you want to be. In your system, I'm saying the habits that you have in place, the habits that you um, are doing. And maybe right now you have sort of some sort of system in place and it's not working. Now you need to look at what what it is that you're doing and revamp it. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. <laughs> All right. So I've got my notes sitting in front of me because I want to make sure that I give you guys everything that um, that you need to kind of move forward. In no, okay, let me just do this. A little disclaimer. In no way, shape, or form am I summarizing this book. I can't. This book has way too much information. It has way too much goodness. And my little 20, 30 minute podcast is not enough time to really give you guys everything in here. I encourage you 100% to pick this book up. And I'll leave it linked below if it's something that you're interested in. This book is life-changing and if you want to talk about a self-help book right that is practical and not a lot of fluff this is it this book outlines what it is that you need to do it helps you like 100 percent get things in order 
It's not a bunch of fluff. It's not a bunch of feel good. It's not that type of book. It is a practical, it says an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. So read this book in its entirety. I'm only going to highlight really one portion in particular, give you guys a general overview and then highlight one portion in particular so you can get a taste or a feel of what that book actually has to offer. So the main thing that I want, or a couple of the main things that I want us to explore in this, in today's episode from Atomic Habits by James Clear. Number one, if you want better results, then forget about setting goals. Remember when I just said that? It's not about the goals. Instead, we have to focus on our system. So in other words, the goal is the result that you want to achieve, but the system is how you're going to get it done. Okay. The second thing, this book um, outlines basically four laws, the four laws to creating the perfect system or perfect habits. He calls it the four laws of behavior change. It's a simple set of rules that we can use to help us build habits. And they are one, you're going to make it obvious. Number two, you want to make it attractive. Three, make it easy. And then four, make it satisfying. In the beginning of the book, he gives an intro and he basically talks about one, the one percent. If you do something, if, if your one habit change to get you to where you need to be, if you just implement that one small habit change and work on that consistently every day, every day you're getting 1% better. And in the long run, that's going to be, that's that long-term success. That's that long-term stability when it comes to whatever area it is that you're working in. So he really focuses on, on doing these incremental changes, hint, atomic, tiny, little changes. Every, every day you're working on these small things to sort of like build that life or, you know, whatever it is that it is that you're trying to pursue. So when it comes to behavior change, and that's basically what this is, what this um, book is helping you figure out how to do and implement the correct behaviors, remove the wrong behaviors so that you can get to where it is that you want to be. Basically, um, James Clear talks about these three layers of behavior change, right? A change in your outcomes, a change in your processes, and a change in your identity, right? Outcomes are what you get, simple. Processes are about what you do. And identity is about what you believe, right? So if you have outcome-based habits where you're just focused on that result, the focus is on what you want to achieve. But if you switch and you switch into these identity-based habits, the focus is on who you wish to become. And I think that is at the core of all of this. It is, what is how do you envision yourself? Who is the woman that you envision yourself being? I see, I see the woman I want to be very clearly, right? I see where I want to be very clearly. Now I need to think, do my habits or do my behaviors align with that identity that I can see, right? Does that, um, does everything sort of fall into place? Is that how the woman of the future or my future self, like, is that how I would respond to things? Is that how I would do things? Is that how I would, you know, construct my morning routine, right? So those are the things that James Clear starts to get you to think about throughout this book. And like I said, this book is jam-packed, so you have to read it for yourself. Um, this episode is just going to give you a slight little taste, but you really need to read it to get the full um, understanding and concept of everything that's being talked about. So you want the habit to become a part of your identity. 
You want it to become a part of your identity so that you're not thinking about it. It's just, it's natural to you. And little by little, that's why he's saying we work on these small habits. Little by little, as we start to build our habits, before you know it, we're walking in the shoes that we saw ourselves walking in. So he says that it is a simple two-step process. You decide the type of person that you want to be, and then you prove it to yourself with small wins. Simple. It doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be a big drastic, oh, start of the new year, I need to lose this 20 pounds in three months or whatever the timeline is. It doesn't have to be like that. You just smart with, start with these small little things and watch the progress build up, basically. So we talked about those four laws of behavior change. Uh, the one we're going to focus in on is the make it obvious, right? So it's make it obvious, make it attractive, make it easy, and make it satisfying. Today, we're just really going to talk about how we can make it obvious. So when you want to make a behavior change, you have to ask yourself, how can I make it obvious, right? How can I make it um, something significant enough that it's going to stand out to me that I know that this is what I need to be doing. There's two things, two strategies that he provides for this. So number one is the intention implementation strategy, right? And so he outlines this formula is I will, and whatever that behavior it is, at whatever time, in whatever location. So you're making these things stand out because not only are you naming the behavior, you're also giving it a time, a specific time, and you're going to have it in a specific location. So if you're a planner, if you like to write down or organize your day, whatever it is, now you know that this is something that you need to implement. You can write it in your planner. Okay, I'm going to do this at this time here. So for example, he gives if meditation or Bible study is your thing, right? I'm going to Bible study for 20 minutes in the morning at 6 a.m. before my kids get up. Boom. Now you have something that you can, something that you've named, something that you've highlighted, and it's going to stick out to you because you're making it obvious in your mind that this is something that I'm working on. If I want it to stick, I'm going to do this every morning before my kids up, get, get up at six o'clock in the office or, you know, in my bedroom or wherever it is. You want to give it a time. You want to give it a location. The second strategy that he gives to making your choices or making the habits obvious, right, is habit stacking. And so I really like this idea of habit stacking because I feel like you're able to see your progress with this one. So habit stacking, basically the formula for this is after this current habit that I've already mastered, I will this new habit that I want to start mastering. So in terms of our Bible study um, example, after I pour my cup of eat or after I pour my cup of coffee each morning, that habit, I always drink my coffee. So that's a habit that's already there. So after I pour my cup of coffee each morning, I will Bible study for 20 minutes. Simple. So in my brain, I am telling myself, all right, Camille, you make your coffee. Great. You make your coffee, you know, you're signaling your brain that once you make that cup of coffee, now it's time to get my Bible out. It's time to pull out my pens, my highlighters, my sticky notes. It's time to get pull out my resources and it's time to get into the word. And you do that consistently. And then once I've mastered the Bible study aspect of it, let's say I want to incorporate prayer. 
or working out, whatever it is, I can say, okay, after I complete my 20 minute Bible study in the morning, I'm going to get up and do a 30 minute workout with Grow With Joe or whoever or whatever. I'm going to go to the gym and work out for 30 minutes. You're mastering these things. So then it becomes a part of your morning routine or whatever routine. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be this, what I'm talking about, but that's just the general idea, right? I wanted to pull up um, and read directly from the book for this point because I thought this is really interesting and a really big way or great way to kind of hone in on what's being talked about. So James Clear says, the key is to tie your desired behavior into something that you already do each day. Once you have mastered this basic structure, you can begin to create larger stacks by chaining small habits together. Habit stacking increases the likelihood that you'll stick with the habit by stacking your new behavior on top of an old one. This process can be repeated to chain numerous habits together, each one acting as the cue for the next. Um, it's so hard to talk about all this without getting into the nitty gritty. But um, basically, he talks about the way that our brain works when it when certain things um, are put in front of us. And so what is our cue? And so, again, read the book. But what is your cue to get on to or to implement this new habit? What is your cue to work on that area? I hope I'm making sense. I feel like I'm all, a little bit all over the place, but I feel like it works. And if you're a person where your brain doesn't necessarily, it doesn't motivate on its own. And a lot of us are not like that. I am not like that. I need push. I need accountability. And sometimes I have to be the one to hold myself accountable. So sometimes you have to be the one to hold yourself accountable. And how can you do that without letting the busyness of the day take over? You have to start and look at the system that you have in place. Look at, you know, what it is that it is that you're trying to achieve and if you're on the right path to getting there. Okay, there are a lot of things that we want to do in life that we never get the chance to do because we haven't planned properly, right? And so if you're someone that needs that, this is a really, really great book to read, a really great strategy to implement and see if it doesn't help you change some of those things. He does put a disclaimer in there and says that this isn't probably the best formula to change you know, behaviors as a whole, some behaviors need deeper, uh, much deeper work than what this book is talking about. But if you are working on your goals and intentions for this year, whatever journey it is that you're on, start with looking at your system and seeing the good habits and the bad habits that you have in place. Because I promise you, if you can revamp some of those things, you might start to feel a little bit better. Like for me personally, I've been working on this with waking up before my kids get up because I notice that I am a much better person <laughs> if I have time to myself before my kids wake up. That's what it is. If I can get time to myself before I go to sleep at night and before I wake, before my kids wake up in the morning, I'm a much better person. I am able to navigate my day a whole lot better. So how can I do that? The hardest part for me has been actually waking up. And so I've had to sit and think, okay, I'm not getting up because I'm not going to bed on time. I don't go to bed until like 12. Right. But if I push back and say, hey, Camille, get in bed by 10, let's stop phones at nine, be in bed by 10. Then I can get up at five so I can be up before my kids get up at seven. Right. And I'll have that time. So our systems aren't perfect. And it's going to take constant analysis to figure out what works and what does not work. But that's where all this comes into play. 
nothing worth having is easy. Everything that's worth having is going to take the work, honestly. And so that's what this show is about. It's doing the work so we can get where it is that we want to be. You know, we're going to stop. Listen, y'all, we're going to stop making vision boards year after year with the same stuff. Okay, with the same goals that we're trying to achieve. And if you are a person that is really trying to become a better version of yourself and to really walk in the call and the path that God has for you, then you have got to wake up. We have got to stop living this fluffy life. And I call it fluffy because we set goals. We make vision boards. We do all these things. And then next by the end of the year, we're still in the same spot. And the reason it's like that is because we are not really doing the work. We're just living this fluffy life. But we're done with that. We're doing the work. We're going to be the woman of our dreams. And we're going to step into that call that God has already placed on us. So that is all that I have for you guys this week. I really hope that this episode has blessed your spirit, blessed your soul. Um, and if you think that you know a sister or a friend who might be able to benefit from it as well, go ahead and send this to them. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, leave a review, all of those things. And if you are a journaler, y'all, final announcement, if you are a journaler, please y'all check out the show notes and description box because I'm going to have the link to the Her Soul Journaling Club. We do journal prompts weekly that I try and go through with you guys every week. So if you're interested in that and that is something that you think you could benefit from as well, don't forget to join. And with that being said, I hope you guys have a blessed week. I love all of you. I'm always praying for you and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye guys. Love y'all. Be blessed.